The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to The Art of Impeccable Soul Care, bridging ancient wisdom and modern teachings to raise your vibration and elevate your life. I'm your host, Terry Williams. Let's rise to new heights together on mindbodyspirit.fm. Hey, wherever you are in the world, I welcome you to the art of impeccable soul care here at mindbodyspirit.fm. My guest today, Rita Rackley, if, if this were her show and she were sitting in the studio with me, I think she might say, Pull up a chair and rest your bones. You're about to begin a journey into your soul because Rita is the bone woman. And as we continue our conversation here today, you're going to find out so much about Rita and her work. And with that said, I welcome you, Rita. Thank you, Terry. It's, it's an honor to be here. And a lot of times I do tell my clients, pull up a stone because we're going to chew on the bones today. I love that. That gave me chills from head to toe. And it absolutely reminded me of the image that you posted this week on your Facebook page of the circle of stones that you created for your women's circle. Let's start with that. That it was absolutely beautiful. Yes, absolutely. I was blessed. Oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm not good with time, but I'm just going to say seven or eight years ago, I had a big dream after I came back from Ireland. I went on an ancestral pilgrimage to Ireland and I went to visit all of the standing, not all of them, but many of the standing stones. And one of the pilgrimages was to go visit John O'Donohue's grave, which I have a deep mm. respect for, poet, mystic. Um, and I had a dream that night that I was to create a circle of stones when I got back home to my home. And I'm walking by the Pacific Ocean and I run into a dear friend who's an architect and has done some some work around our home. And I told him about the dream. He's kind of a mystic too. And he says, well, I just finished a project down the road from your home and I have these leftover rocks. Would you like to have them? And I went, absolutely. So he comes up in a truck one day and I'm thinking rocks, you know, instead there are these huge boulders. It took a crane. It took, you know, we put it in the four directions and the circle of stones was born. And I do a lot of, a lot of women's ritual in the circle of stones. In fact, I just did an elder initiation last Saturday. So mm. I am truly blessed. I thank these mineral spirits with all of my heart for finding their way to my home. And um, yes, so that's how that circle of stones got born. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. And everything that I've read on your, you know, your official biography 
it just seems like that's such a fit, you know, to be so entrenched in cultural mythology mm-hmm. and then to provide a space that really connects us to like the bones of the earth, yes. right? Yes. It connects us to the bones of the earth and it seems so perfect yes. for you to be in that place. So let's, let me just rewind a second here. How did you come to call yourself the bone woman? You know, it's a great mystery. I'm always talking about bones. I love bones. Bones find me all the time. People mail me bones. Bones are always coming my way. And I paint a lot about bone. Like, I want to get down to the bone. Like, I want to get to the Mm. essence. I want to get to the deep river of the soul. And for me, bones embody that. Bones are like our, our bones are our stories of our ancestors, the stones are the stories of the earth and I'm interested in the depths. You know, I want to go mm. down before we can go up. And I love how these yeah. two meet together. So it's an archetypal energy. There's a lot of bone women in the world. I mean, I, as you know, I have, I have a, a secret group called bone woman speaks and it attracts all the yeah. bone women around the world. So it's yeah. an archetypal energy. It feels very ancestral to me. Um, I can feel my old granny witches coming through. It just, it, it just fits. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it totally fits. Well, it, I can see, right? So I look at you here. At listeners, you can't see the video, which means you definitely have to visit her website, which is thebonewomanspeaks.com, so that you can really get a feel for the essence of who Rita is so that you can see that reflection. Like right now I see this, you know, I see an elder, right? I, I see somebody that is full of wisdom and that everything that you are is radiating out of your energy, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you look like you're surrounded in, in the essence maybe of your elders and also of the essence and the energy of the earth itself. You know, mm-hmm. we, I read something yesterday about, you know, how everything that we're comprised of and that we are the earth. And I think that we forget that as we grow in life, you know, maybe society, we, it just, it gets lost on us. And yet everything that you do supports the essence of the energy that we are the earth. Mm, That's beautiful. And even our bones are made up of the same bones as the stones in your circle. That's right. That's right. That's a beautiful reflection. And I have been really blessed with some amazing teachers, elders in my life. And Mm -hmm. one of those is is Maladoma Somme, who crossed to the other world last December. He was an African elder, wise man, and... um, gifted me with a beautiful tool of helping me connect to the elemental energy, you know, to the earth, to the minerals, to the nature, to the ocean, to the waters. It's like everything I do comes from that foundation of ritual and elements, because this is, this is the beauty of, of, of part of what I do, divination work. I read the bones and stones and cowrie shells. And from that rises up ritual work. I'm, I don't give, I give people information, but I give them ritual work and they go into the cosmos, into the great mystery, mm-hmm. into the, 
to the water. Go to the water to lay down your burdens. Go to the water to be baptized. Go to the mountaintop and proclaim, I want a new story. I'm going to leave this old story on the mountains. Go in the belly of the cave and become a part of the mother. So yes, I work with the elementals and the mother earth all of the time. We are not separate like spider woman. We are all woven. And when we miss one little strand of her, we are missing a part of ourselves. So yeah, I am. I'm very grateful, Terry. As you can tell, I get excited. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love your excitement. And really it's one of the things that drew me to your work and, and to your, to the bone woman group on Facebook is that you are so passionate and you live your passion. You know, I said you radiate this energy and you absolutely 100% radiate that energy. And I can, you know, really sense that and sense your, your place of blessing. You know, we we're coming off of the equinox and, and here in the north, as you know, like the ancestors used that as a time to celebrate the harvest and yes. the celebration for you is the celebration of life and insight and wisdom that you give to everyone that crosses your path. Mm. Oh, Terry, that I really am receiving your blessings. I just want to say yeah. that. Thank you so much. And Yeah, um, you're welcome. It's... It's fascinating, you know, just a really simple story, two simple stories. Um, It's all about blessing. Like Mm -hmm. everything is about how can I give a blessing to someone so they can receive more of the beauty who they are, so they go give a blessing. You know, I'm, I'm on the phone with the septic tank people today, and I've been talking to this receptionist, and she's working really hard to coordinate. And I just took a pause. I said, you're really good at what you do. And I just want to thank you for that. And I could tell, like, probably nobody had ever said that to her. But it's yeah. that pause of, of just give a blessing. I mean, what a yeah. gift for everybody. Yeah. And it permeates. And it's like a, a spiral. It just permeates. So it really is what it's about, which is what you're yeah. doing, which is what you're doing right now. I'm receiving your blessing. We need that. You know, it, I, I feel like... So much of that has been lost in our global communication, right? So much has been lost and it is what has been missing. You, I'm sure, made her day. You, you may have changed the way she works, you know, from that point forward because you simply gave her some incentive. You gave her a bone. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. You gave her a bone. And it's one of the, the rituals I prescribe a lot and facilitate, which I call the holy recognition, is that so many of us are never really seen down to the bone. And I mean our beauty, our wounds, all of it. And it's, it's a ritual I do a lot. In fact, now I actually have, which is really exciting. I've been working with a group of women for two years, and I've actually now trained them to do Zoom rituals because so many women don't have community to do these rituals. So we're doing some powerful Zoom rituals. But the essence of the holy recognition is a woman stands before a group of other women. She doesn't say anything, and they reflect back to her the essence of who they see her to be. And she has to simply Mm. receive it and breathe it in. 
and breathe it. Mm. And I've done this ritual for years, and it is one of the most profound rituals I've, I've experienced. We all want to be welcomed fully into the world for the gifts that we brought to deliver. That mm. really is the essence of the work I do, is how can I help you deliver the beauty you come to this lifetime to deliver? Mm. Wow. I feel that. I feel like we all need to be within that circle. Yes. Right? Yes. And that this circle of women that you have been leading and inspiring to create these rituals is going to be like the ripple effect, right? Oh, that God. they're going to be able to continue that on. And it's so necessary. Yes, it is. It really is. Because people feel really isolated in the world now. I hear that all the time. Yeah. And even prior to this pandemic, mm -hmm. people were isolated and alone. They didn't have a voice. You know, they, they didn't, they didn't feel comfortable sharing their vulnerabilities and then COVID hit and everybody was inside, yeah. you know, isolated and alone. It's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're going to take a break for just a second, and we're going to come back and we're going to pick up with Rita Rackley, The Bone Woman Speaks. And we're back with Rita Rackley, The Bone Woman Speaks, and Rita and I were just talking about ritual and vulnerability and, most importantly, being seen down to the bones. That's what we all crave, right? We crave being seen. To me, that is the essence of impeccable soul care. Mm. And the essence of love mm. is yeah. being seen to the bone. Yes. It makes me feel emotional. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting when I, when I do divination and read the bones a lot of times ancestors from the other world show up and have a message for the living and many times and, and I would actually say this would be like male and I'm going to say father to daughter is it shows up that the father wants to give the daughter the blessing she never received when he was living mm. he wants to recognize her now because my, my teacher Maladoma said many times when the ancestors get to the other world, they turn around and they look back and they see the gifts they didn't give and they want to give them, but the living have to ask the dead to give the blessing. But it, it, it brings so many tears to so many women because they long for that blessing and we can still receive it from another mm -hmm. dimension, from another time and place. And it's, it, yeah. So you can have blessings from many dimensions. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I feel that too. Like, and I, I preach that to the women that I work with, to the people that I work with is that whatever you didn't get, you still can, yes. you know, that we, we have that, um, open line mm -hmm. and we do have to ask. I'm so glad that you said that because many people don't realize that all they need to do is ask Yeah, and it starts that cycle. Maybe they won't hear it or feel it or see it or sense it or know it immediately. And yet the cycle starts. 
that's that right. it'll start. That's right. Yeah. To me, that's what ritual is. You're stepping out of ordinary time into this extraordinary time. And it's like the doors fling open and all of those beings that you have been asking to come forth now have permission to come forth and they collaborate with you to help you bring the magic that you are longing for, the love you're longing for, the job you're longing. It's like we're co-creating in this cosmology of the great mystery. And it's so exciting. Mm. I mean, it really is exciting. Yeah, it really is exciting. Uh, so, so one of my intentions with each episode and each guest is to leave the listeners with a couple of things that they can take out into the day and incorporate into their lives right away, some type of work to elevate their soul. And I would say that that we just did that in some way by reminding listeners that reminding people that they have to ask, right? They have to give the other side the invitation to come in. And um, something that I like to do when I'm working with my ancestors, you know, we talk about the, we talked about the blessing. You talked about blessing and how important that is. And I always bless them. And I always ask for, I really want solid insight from my healthy, well, and wise ones, right? The healthy, well, and wise ancestors. Um, And I'm curious, Rita, is there something you would add to that, you know, to, to maybe help the element of sacredness appear deeper within the ritual of asking for your ancestors' blessing? Yes. Um, When I began this work 25, 30 years ago with Maladoma, and I was such a newbie, and I looked at him and I said, why would I want to call upon my ancestors when they left a legacy of so much pain? Mm -hmm. Because my ancestors were, um, did enslave other human beings. I have that in my, you know, in my history. And he said, and it's kind of what I said, it's, he said, the reason that you would call upon those ancestors is so that your daughter and your granddaughter don't have to carry that story. And, mm. and he said, you're here to reconcile what they could not reconcile, but you put them to work in the other world to help you do what you need to do so that legacy of shame and pain is not carried generational. And so that, in a sense, I went on this whole journey of doing ancestor reconciliation around, I went to the slave castles in Ghana, made offerings. I've traveled to Bristol, England, where there was a slave port. I've made offerings. I was born in Georgia. I've done a lot of ritual work there. And I do feel like I have cleaned up that story that I am no longer carrying that generational story and neither is my daughter or granddaughter. So a lot of times I would say that, you know, a lot of us us Westerners want to look to other cultures for our spiritual beliefs and we don't want to own our own ancestors. But if we don't, we're still carrying the shadow of it. 
And I mean, I send people to the boneyard to where their ancestors are buried to talk to them, to make offerings. It's like cleaning it up in our own body and our own bones. Then we can lay it to rest and then receive Mm -hmm. more of the beauty and blessings we've come here to receive. That's powerful. Really, what a powerful legacy that you're leaving for your daughter and your granddaughter, right? So that all of your descendants can experience a sense of freedom. Yes. Yeah. And you're, I love that you acknowledged that you acknowledged your own ancestors and, you know, the, I'm trying to think of the right words to say here, um, how they showed up in the world in their time, enslavement. I've had that as well. You know, uh, this is about about you, but I really can relate to your story and where our ancestors have come from and how they lived their lives. And we are coming into this era of cultural appropriation and reconciliation and reparation. And the beauty is that you are making that happen within your family. And it sounds like, you know, giving that gift to anybody that you work with in that, in the divination realm, which is really beautiful. So thank you for that. You know, thank you for sharing those words, because I know that they will affect anyone that's listening right now in some way, shape or form. You're welcome. Yeah, it's a lot. So is this kind of the path that inspired you to become a cultural mythologist? Well, that actually, my my journey with Maladoma came after I um, completed my graduate work at Pacifica Graduate Mm. Institute, and I I got a degree in depth psychology and cultural mythology, and um, and it's it's about the stories. It really is. and, and I, another one of my mentors is Michael Mead, is that we can return to the old myths and old stories and their maps for the times that we're living. And they were maps for the times when they were created. I mean, think of the myth of Inanna. I mean, that's one of my mm-hmm. favorite myths I've worked with for years with women, where she has to go through these seven gates and go to the underworld to meet her shadow sister. I mean, it's we all have to go through that unveiling. So Mm -hmm. I'm a storyteller also. I do a lot of storytelling with women. So it's it's the stories, it's the images, it's the mythic map that it's right there in front of us all of the time. And we think we have to create new ways, but the truth is it's it's all there. I I mean, there's so many myths. I mean, the the you know, Persephone and Demeter in the underworld, um, just, you know, there's so many, so many that it can lead us in and lead us out. And ultimately it is, you know, especially here at the time of, of the fall equinox, it is the, the beauty of the balance of the darkness and the light. Mm-hmm. That it is the merging of those two alchemical energies that a third thing can be born. If we get caught too much in the darkness or too much in the light, then that third energy can't be born. And that's, that's what I'm interested in, is that alchemical point in the affinity sign. And that's the times we're living right now. Like we don't know, but there's something that can rise up in that center point. And you're a part of that. And I'm a part of that. So, you know, we're doing our magic best we can to redream another world with some old stories to guide the way. 
Yeah, I love how you just said that. Really love how you said that. Really dreaming our redreaming using the old stories. And isn't it wonderful that we actually have that wisdom to tap into? And, you know, I think about the internet and, you know, 25 years ago when I, 25 years ago, you, you know, when we were beginning our journeys into all of this stuff, Mm -hmm. we didn't have the net, you know, we did not have the internet to learn, to, to connect, to share, um, insights and wisdoms with, so many people. And now we, somebody dreamt this, right? Somebody had a dream about this. How can we bring the world together? How can we bring women together in a new way? And here we are, right? I mean, it's just absolutely beautiful. And uh, I'm, I'm so thankful that that happened so that we could connect in these ways. And, and provide an opportunity for people to go deeper into themselves and, and into the world. Well, it looks like we only have just a couple of minutes left. And uh, listeners, I just want to remind you that this is a conversation with Rita Rackley. You can find all of her information here on the Mind, Body, Spirit FM page. Her website is thebonewomanspeaks.com. You'll find her on Facebook. She does Bone Woman Outsider outsider Art, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And her art is amazing. I love your art. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. To me, you can see so much element of the soul within your art. Oh, it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And she also has a SoundCloud that I listened to uh, the other day, and I loved the story that you tell about the old woman, the bone woman. It's really cool. So listeners, do yourself a favor and visit her page. Get a divination reading. I I have to say, I had not heard of Cowrie Shell readings until about a year and a half ago, even though I had heard of Maladoma Mm -hmm. and I studied his work, Mm -hmm. some of it. Uh Uh-huh. I I don't know where that, why I I never paid attention to that, Uh, but it's all phenomenal to me and and that you can do the bone readings and the cowrie shell readings and really connect in with a person's the essence of who they are and where they've been is amazing yes it is that's the great thank you for that it's the great mystery and that's about all i know is that it's all a great mystery (laughs) today we're honored rita is going to leave us with a beautiful song Esema kuya nanae, esema kuya mamane, oh mama, oh mama, oh mama. Deepest gratitude, thanking you so much for this time today, Terry. Just deepest gratitude. Ashe. Thank you for your presence, Rita. Thank you for joining me here. And I look forward to the day that we do this again. I am so ready, and thank you so much for the invitation. A deep bow. Hey, this is your host, Terry Williams. Thanks for tuning in to The Art of Impeccable Soul Care, bridging ancient wisdom and modern teachings to raise your vibration and elevate your life. For more information or to work with me, visit soulpractices.com and subscribe to my tribe. 
You'll be the first to hear about upcoming guests and workshops, free resources, and so much more. Until next time, thanks again. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.